What's up, guys? It's episode 350. Welcome back to the show. I slow up. No, I don't take I got no love for the fakeness. If you want to play tough and want to hate this, I'll always show up and make a statement. I don't ever slow up. No, I don't take I got no love for the fakeness. If you want to play tough and want to hate this, I'll always show up and make a statement. Hey, what's up? It's Jacqueline. Welcome back to the show and welcome to my kitchen. Today is my three-year podcasting anniversary, September 4th, and as a gift to you for listening over the last three years, I have decided to give away my secret chocolate chip cookie recipe that is very near and dear to my heart, that everyone loves and everyone begs me for. In fact, this week I've had two orders from two different people to bake this for them, so This all lined up perfectly. It's my anniversary. I'm going to celebrate by baking cookies and by giving you the recipe. And I'm also going to be making these for um, Corey and my sister. It's his birthday on Wednesday. And then it's her uh, bodybuilding competition this Saturday. She's a bodybuilder. I I don't even know if I've ever talked about her. She's prepping right now. It's peak week. And for... um, After her show, she wants to have these. And so I'm going to have to bake these and ship them today. So... We're going to do this all in my kitchen together, and I've got the microphone in front of me. I also have a mixing bowl in front of me with no KitchenAid, no hand mixer. It's going to be all done by hand, and so yeah, buckle up. It's going to be a bit chaotic and crazy, but I'm really excited. I, I'm, I'm, this is like peak happiness for me right now, like baking cookies and podcasting. I can't think of a better way to celebrate my podcasting anniversary and I will tell stories along the way this isn't going to just be a cooking show I want to talk about how I got into podcasting I'm going to react to my first podcast episode that is extremely depressing to like listen back to I'm going to react to that and yeah I've got um just lots of stuff to share with you about the last three years of my journey of podcasting so I'm going to start off by reading the recipe um I'm just going to give it away for free right now Here you go. If you want to have uh, people knocking on your door all all the time for your... What am I saying? Fuck. Jacqueline, This I feel so out of sorts right now. Like, I don't have my headphones on. Okay. I'm standing up podcasting. I feel very professional right now. Like, I feel like I'm on, like, the Today Show doing a segment. Like, this does not feel natural. So, um, basically what I'm saying, get your pencils and paper out right now and write this down because... This is literally the only chocolate chip uh, cookie recipe you'll ever need. And I'm also going to be sharing with you not only the ingredients, but the technique involved in making these because I feel like it's all about how you make them. It's like everyone can use the same ingredients and they would turn out completely different, if that makes sense. So um, over the years, people have been like constantly asking me about my cookies because if they've had them before for me, oh my God, I, I can't talk. Holy shit. I am drinking a lot of iced coffee right now. It's midday. People are obsessed with my chocolate chip cookies. That's my point. Okay, cool. So let's start off with the first ingredients here. You're going to need two cups of unsalted butter. I'm doubling the recipe. I'm assuming that if you just double it. Okay. Every time I make chocolate chip cookies, chocolate chip cookies I double it I don't fuck around with like one cup of butter I do two cups of (laughs) I'm already swearing I feel like I'm I'm supposed to be like really like 
the setting just me in this little pink apron go to youtube or spotify to watch i feel like i should be more like polished and poised in my little like housewife fit right now but okay so double the motherfucking recipe you're gonna need two cups of unsalted butter okay two cups of white granulated sugar two cups of packed brown sugar four teaspoons of vanilla extract pure vanilla extract try to get the best vanilla you possibly can I happen to have the cheap shit today because I was in a hurry to buy these ingredients and I was at Vons and I had decision fatigue looking at all the different vanillas and I just grabbed the cheapest one <sighs> anyways four teaspoons of vanilla four large eggs at room temperature and the butter you want the butter to be softened you want that to be a room temperature too I, I leave this out overnight when I make cookies so a couple tips room temp eggs room temp butter um two teaspoons of baking this is like this the special ratio this is where like it matters to get this right baking soda and baking powder okay two teaspoons of baking soda one teaspoon of baking powder two teaspoons of sea salt now if you don't have sea salt i would recommend kosher salt or something that's a little more coarse than like a table salt now I'm going to teach you something right now about baking soda and baking powder that will literally change your life. And you will never forget this for the rest of your, <laughs> like for the rest of time. Okay. Powder puffs, soda spreads. So when you think about a chocolate chip cookie, the baking powder, a lot of recipes, I feel like some recipes don't call for very much of it or, or at all, but the baking powder is what lifts up the cookie and kind of puffs it up a little bit. The soda, the baking soda spreads it out. So it's flat. So I think that the perfect ratio is two to one for baking soda and baking powder, two teaspoons of baking soda, one teaspoon of baking powder, soda spreads, powder puffs, soda spreads, powder puffs. I don't know who taught me that. I forget where I learned it. Probably my mom or I don't remember, but that is how I never forget like what, like what each ingredient does when I bake. So two teaspoons of baking soda, one teaspoon of baking powder and two teaspoons of sea salt or a coarser salt than just like a, yeah. I like to taste the salt in my cookies if that makes sense. That's why I like it to be a little more thick. And last but not least, as many chocolate chips or as much dark chocolate or whatever chocolate you want as possible. I would say somewhere in between four to six cups. I just buy the giant Toll House cookie, um, chocolate, semi-sweet chocolate chip. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what it is? I can't hear myself, the headphones, like the monitoring and the headphones today. And so I don't know. I like, I'm not like keeping track of this conversation very well. Um, I don't know how to explain it. If you're a podcast host, you get what I mean. Maybe a lot of hosts like don't wear them though. They don't wear the head headphones. I love it, but uh, we have a different setup today and that's okay. So uh, I buy the Toll House <laughs> chocolate chips, the semi-sweet chocolate chips, the big like 36 ounce bag. And I pretty much use the whole thing. And then I also chop in dark chocolate, like 85% dark chocolate, like little chunks of it. So that's the recipe. Let's get into it. I'm going to start off by creaming the butter and the sugar. And I'm also going to, while I do that, I'm going to share with you how I get into, 
how I got into podcast. Do I restart this? Like, should I, I feel like, you know what the difference is today's podcast is very like, feels formal. Okay. It feels structured. It feels, I, I don't feel like myself right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I need to like, what do I always say? I need to, I need to bring more sauce to it. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, I just feel in my head right now. Should I re-record this? No. Cause the second I start putting these ingredients in this bowl, we're off to the races and I can't like restart the episode. So I better like pull myself together right now. Let me drink a little more coffee. I'm going to tell you the story about how I got into podcasting while I cream the butter and the sugar. Let's do it. So all you need to know about butter when you buy it at the grocery store is two sticks is one cup. So I'm doing two cups of butter, which is an entire pack, like the square pack or the, the rectangle pack of butter when you buy it at the store. Okay. So I'm just going to drop this in the bowl. I've got this metal mixing bowl and a silicone spatula spatula um and i'm gonna just drop the butter in i don't have a garbage can so this is gonna be really messy i should have put one next to me fuck the okay okay this should work i just grabbed a bowl to put my wrappers and all my garbage in i'm pretty sure someone on the food network taught me that like who was it was it sandra lee or like rachel ray they always had a thing called a garbage bowl next to them while they cook to throw all the little scraps in so I've got my little garbage bowl going to throw things away in now and I've got let's see another stick of butter to add I've got four sticks of butter in this and I'm going to add my sugar now my granulated white sugar and my brown sugar so add all the sugar and the butter in now this is the part of the podcast where I'm a little concerned for your um, <laughs> for your ears, for your annoyance or levels. Like I don't have a hand mixer and I don't have a KitchenAid and I'm going to be doing this butter and I'm going to be creaming the butter and the sugar by hand. So um, while I tell the story of how I got into podcasting, because does anyone, I'm sure that I have new listeners, but I feel like I haven't told that story in a while and I feel like it makes sense for my three-year anniversary to like bring you back three years on this day to when I started podcasting for the first time so um essentially I like I said I'm gonna be creaming this by hand which means I need to blend the butter and the sugar together until it's super light and like fluffy like you basically it's called creaming it's called creaming yeah but um if you don't do that, it's like, there's a, re, there's a science, everything with baking is science, right? It's like something happens when the sugar crystals dis dissolve into the butter fat. And like, you need that to happen before you can move on to the next step where you add like the eggs and the vanilla. So, um, I'm going to just talk for a long time here while I do this because <laughs> it's going to probably take me 10 minutes of nonstop stirring. All right. September 4th, 2020, my, th the three years ago, I recorded my first podcast. Do you want to hear it before I, like, uh, the clip of it first? Should I react to this first and then tell the story? Um, let's just do it, whatever. It's so sad for me to listen to this because I was in such a different place in life. Um, I actually released the first episode. Okay, it's, it's, like, it's a long story. I recorded my first podcast on soundcloud 
okay? That is my technical first podcast. If that, that's, but it's not on Apple or Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's not available. It's like a private SoundCloud um, like clip or whatever. So I decided, well, now you can listen to it because I decided for my 200th episode, I'm going to release that as my 200th episode. So this is the first time I sat down to record a podcast and it is, I don't even recognize myself whenever I listen to this, I get like immediately depressed. So let's start off, (laughs) start off before I tell the story with this. Um, wait, I just, it just sounds so sad in this. Listen, Hey guys, what's up? It's Jacqueline. I'm going to do a podcast right now on my 2020 experience so far. Experience? So, like, who the fuck am I? It's currently September 1st. I think this... Oh yeah, so I recorded this... So we're a few days behind. Okay. So I recorded my first episode on SoundCloud on September 4th, uh, 1st. Why do all these details matter? I don't know. Maybe I'm, tr- I'm, tr- I'm trying to, like, tell the story, like, exact... I recorded the SoundCloud episode September 1st. My first podcast podcast that went out was on September 4th, like out on Spotify and Apple. Okay. It's a SoundCloud track. You're going to have to listen to this on because I'm not a podcaster, but I'm doing this because I just paused the Joe Rogan experience. It's a five hour and 19 minute episode with Duncan Trussell. And I paused it after 10 minutes. Cause I was like, I just kind of want to do a podcast right now. I just got all inspired. So, uh, here we go. 2020. Let's see. Uh, January. Okay. So <laughs> let me explain what happened there. Like I said, I was sitting down on my couch on this day. I need to cream the butter and the sugar. Oh my God. How am I going to these cookies are going to take so long to make if I talk and don't mix at the same time okay so I was sitting down on my couch watching the Joe Rogan episode where he was interviewing Duncan Trussell the it was the last interview interview he did at his old studio before I moved to Austin I'm sitting on my couch and I got a DM from someone responding to my story I think his name is Kane or Kanye I, for, I always forget his name um this is actually creaming really fast or like really well because the butter is like super soft so I got a DM, he responded to my story and he literally wrote to me, um, you should do a podcast on this. And I was like 10 minutes into the Rogan episode. I was committed, you know, it's like 9.30 PM. It's five hours long. I pop some popcorn. I'm like ready to watch this whole thing. For some reason that DM like sparked something inside of me where I, I was like, I need to like podcast right now. Or I just want to like record myself and recap my entire 2020 up until that point. Because if you're not aware um during the pandemic so when when everything when shit hit the fan in March I moved into a new place all by myself a one-bedroom apartment apartment I was single at the time I was laid off at my job I had nothing to do and I literally spent those first like four to six months like I spent them depressed I don't know that's like the wrong phrasing I was just like down and out I gained 35 pounds okay I my health went to shit my mind went to shit I literally didn't get out of bed or really leave my place for two weeks straight which was so not normal for me and so odd and that was like in May so basically my 2020 was um up until September where everything 180 after I started podcasting um 
yeah, it was really dark and sad. And I was very lost and didn't really have much going for myself. I had no friends. I had no social life. I wasn't doing anything. Like, I finally got help. My sister and my mom came and visited me that summer for my birthday. And they kind of, like, called me out. And they were like, dude, this isn't you. Like, come on. Like, that, that's what I like about my family. We call each other out on, on like, when we're, like, we have we have high standards for each other, if that makes sense. And so I knew it, they knew it. I needed to get well. I needed to see a therapist. I needed to get in shape. I needed to, you know, get a job, like literally get a job. I think I got, yeah, I forget the job. Um, oh my God, it is so hot. I'm, I have to turn on the AC right now. I'm breaking a sweat mixing this. I feel like my upper lip is just super shiny right now. Okay, just turn on the AC. Um, back to the story. Yeah, so... It was one of those things where I was going through a dark depression where I just felt lost. I didn't really have anything going. And then I get this DM on that September night that I should start a podcast or I should do a podcast. And I literally was off to the races and recorded a podcast seven days a week for 300 days in a row. So that is the story of how I got into podcasting. And you might be like, uh, why did you do it seven days a week? That's not a podcast. That's a fucking radio show. Um, I felt the immediate, like, what's that called when you, like all the stars aligned the first time I recorded a podcast and I felt this spark of like, like my soul just like came alive, if that makes sense. It felt so good and so freeing to talk all of my problems out day after day after day and just to like release everything in my mind verbally. So I committed. I was like, oh my God, I can, I was like, this is so easy. I was like, I'm just going to talk every single day. I'm going to put something out. And that's literally, I committed to it, which was another issue in my twenties up until that point. I was so half pregnant on 10 different things and committed to none of them. And I constantly made goals or I constantly strived, strived for, oh my God, how do I mix and talk the same time? I'm like out of fucking breath. Okay. I, would set these outlandish goals and I was never able to achieve them. But this was the first time where I was like, no, I'm going to fucking do this and I'm going to complete it. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go all in with this, which is a commitment that I had uh, that type of commitment is something that I had never made up until that point. So I just felt so empowered, so free. I was, I I don't even, I I mean, go listen to my older episodes. Like it was pretty wild. Like I, I did some, pretty cringy stuff back at the time I mean not to say that what I'm doing now isn't cringy but um like I feel like I embrace the cringe I feel like that's a thing with like content creators you just have to like you you truly have to like not care and just be yourself and be and say what you mean or say what you think and just like put yourself out there and um I totally did that. I had no fucking filter, like none. It was so, sometimes I I look back and I was like, damn, like who is she? Like (laughs) I feel so much more like evolved and mature since then. But um, it has been three years and a lot has changed. A lot has improved. And that's how it all started. So literally someone just sent me a DM and sparked, sparked my pod. Like I just got some sort of like thing after that after I read I was like I'm gonna do this so okay the butter and the sugar I should probably whip it up a little better it's getting nice and creamed um I kind of want to play 
a jackass clip of mine from 2020 and this was kind of like the vibe back then um so <laughs> like just my personality and just my like <sighs> fuck it mood I was in um where is it I literally fried an egg and I was like this is like a bit I did on my podcast it's 8 a.m. on a Wednesday in 2020. Shit's on fire out in the world. And you're putting on a headset every morning and talking to yourself. But you know what? I'm feeling wired, so I prepared an egg because I know I'm going to need those healthy fats. 34 episodes in 34 days. I feel like I'm hitting a wall. Ah! Should I eat my egg? I don't know. Dude, I've got Cholula sitting next to me for my egg. Listen, the fact that people are doing what I'm doing right now, and they're like, that is their f***ing career. I'm looking at you, Joe Rogan. Why wouldn't I go for it? I'm, I'm in my 20s. Gary V would tell me, try it all. I'm all in, bitch. I'm all in. All right, I'm going to eat my egg now. So if you're a vegan, just skip ahead. See a free-range grass-fed chicken. I prepared the egg on a paper towel here. God, this is going to be gross. I mean, why am I doing that? I'm... Oh, no, this is disgust, guys. I need to be nourished. I need to sound more sane by the next segment of the podcast. What's in an egg? Omegas, maybe. I don't know. What's the disease people have where they can't stand when people chew? Jamie, misophonia. Phonia. So if you have misophonia, here you go. I have a huge mouth. I'm going to put this whole thing in my mouth. <laughs> 2020. If you haven't gone crazy this year, you're not normal. That's where I'm at. I'm fucking there. If you're not sitting alone, eating an egg on a podcast on a Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. talking about misophonia. Dude, that's where I'm like people that haven't lost their shit this year and gone absolutely crazy scare me. I don't get it. Crazy is the new normal. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> like that was I would say the first yeah, 300 or maybe not 300. Maybe the first 100 episodes were kind of like that. Um yeah, I just I just went off the rails every every day and uh yeah, so should I move? I feel like I'm going to stir this for 20 more minutes and it really doesn't need it. Next steps. Okay. Um we got to add the eggs. We got to add the eggs. We got to add the vanilla. Um, how are you doing? Or is this enjoyable? Are you, I mean, is this a redundant podcast? Cause you already know about my podcast story. I'm honestly just, I, I like to, I like retelling my hero's journey or whatever. My, uh, character evolvement. <laughs> what the fuck is it called? My character development story, my evolution story, because, um, I think we all can, re it's something that everyone has, like anyone that's done anything, big and I consider what I've done the last three years pretty big um you know I'm a solo podcast host I've put out 350 episodes I show up every week I do this um I stay consistent I I, I think that's a big accomplishment and I think anyone who's in my shoes or anyone that's built a business or done anything um you know achieved any goal in their life any big goal has that story of how they got started, you know? And I, I think it's fun to recap it and to reflect on it and go back to where I began because I think I found so much joy. I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I feel like I got to make these cookies. Guys, I feel like, am I even making sense right now? Okay. I did write down a note kind of recapping my podcasting. The, th the term that comes to mind when I think about my podcast is 
mental freedom because I was in a prison of my own mind for literally, I would say from middle school through my mid twenties. I was, I think I started my podcast when I was what, 26, 26, 27, 26. Yeah. So up until that point, I was in a mental prison where I was constantly self-conscious of my personality, of the way I acted. I was insecure about my body. I had all this body image shit. I had all this eating disorder. I had literally had eating di- an eating disorder for like a decade. I literally hated myself. I had no, I wasn't, I was never proud of anything I ever did. And this is all like behind the scenes because no one would ever know this looking at me because my whole um, persona and what I put out there publicly was you know this big smile and I'm this like happy chick and I've got it you know a, a decently happy life um but inside obviously I was miserable and that's something I hid for so many years and um I struggled with in silence so the mental freedom I found from podcasting it it changed my life because I was literally exploring my personality day after day after day that I podcasted and um it healed me it fully healed me and I believe in the power of self-talk I believe in the power of um like positive affirmations and when you repeat the same things every single day the same positive things about yourself every single day it will rewire your brain to the point where you love yourself and you like who you are and that's what happened to me and I think the number one thing I'm proud of is that I used to wake up and I used to hate myself. Um, I had nothing good to ever say about myself. And now I wake up and I like who I am. And I think that is my, in my twenties, that is, or in my life, <laughs> I don't know how, how far back can I put this? I think, um, that is what I'm, I, I think one of my big, biggest accomplishments. And I think it's something that I don't want to have to struggle with for the next 50 years. So I figured that out. It happened to be through podcasting. I know people, heal their minds and and discover or this or (laughs) learn to love themselves in other ways but for me it was talking out loud sharing my story every day um and yeah here we are so time to add the eggs (laughs) uh hold on okay I just realized the reason why I'm so hot is because the oven's right next to me and it's on right now so um yay and I'm also wearing all black (laughs) all black long sleeves so did I even tell you how many eggs um four eggs at room temp I'm gonna add one at a time okay so we're just gonna do should I do vanilla and then I do eggs then vanilla um doesn't really matter but I do one at a time I'm actually gonna use this pre-cracked egg that was cracked at the grocery store last night um Corey and I got Italian food at this new place and the grocery store is across the street and I was like hey let's go get the chocolate chip cookie ingredients and then we went in there and you know when hold on let me crack it um you know when things just get all like awkward and like the rhythm and the cadence is just all backwards like this chick was bagging her groceries and like just the way she was doing it was so annoying I'm like just set the bag here but she was setting it there and then with the eggs she's like do you want them in the bag or do you want them out and she was like moving them around a lot and then I set them on the little uh counter thing where the uh card reader sit and I like had them there and then she grabbed them and then set them back in the back it was like this weird dance with the fucking eggs long story short um 
as I walked away, I like flipped the whole thing upside down and they cracked on top like a few of them did. So I'm going to, I'm going to use those eggs today is what I'm trying to say. But, um, yeah, I was just like, just set them down and don't move them. Like I got the, like, I wanted to carry them out by myself, but anyways, um, Corey was getting all frustrated with me. Like couldn't figure out what was going on. These yolks are so dark. I've got the, um, vital farms pasture raised eggs today. Um, these were six ninety nine at Vons like I feel like everywhere else I've seen these they're like $12 so I think they're on sale um it's probably because they're expired no wait what's the date um it's like next February 2024 so we got a long time to use it <laughs> I'm kidding okay so I mix the eggs in one at a time again they're room temperature um this is a great arm workout one at a time we're doing four so there's one there's two I used to be able to crack eggs with one hand and now I oh do I have a shell in there and now I feel like I can't do that maybe I should try um so yeah I don't know like enough of this fucking sob story about how I was depressed and how I found myself pocket I mean what else could I talk about today I'm just making cookies okay now there's two women in my life that have cookies that can compete with me. One of them is dead and one of them is alive. <laughs> my dad's mom, my grandma, was she had like a famous recipe that she used. And I think her specialty or like her secret was um I think she used Crisco, like lard instead of butter. I think that was her thing. And then my aunt, who my so my grandma died. Um, a year ago now but my aunt makes them also like her so my grand so wait what am I trying to say my grandma her cookies were very like soft and pillowy and I think it was like the lard it just made them like kind of like a fake grocery store vibe but in a good way um and then my aunt and she gave me that recipe. Like the, one of the last things my grandma did with me was bring me into her kitchen. She pulled out a recipe book and she gave me her chocolate chip cookie recipe. I, I just remember that. Um, now, now my aunt, her thing is like kind of what I'm doing here now. It's like she does all the, she always leaves the butter out overnight. I know that she leaves the eggs out overnight. So she's really into the room temp eggs, egg and butter thing. And then I swear her special, her like thing is creaming the butter and the sugar for like 10 minutes straight and then she also uses these stones in the oven like those pizza stones she bakes her cookies on that and I feel like it gives them like a crispiness that a normal pan like I'm using normal baking sheets today like I feel like it doesn't the these sheets don't do the same thing so the way hers turn out are always like super crispy on the edges and then really soft in the middle and they're like thinner so but she does the toll house cookie recipe i'm pretty sure she just uses the one on the back of the package but it's how she does it she creams the butter and the sugar forever um she does she's big on like room temps i mean everyone i feel like everyone that knows how to make cookies knows to do um or to knows to leave the butter out or um leave it at, or <laughs> leave it out at, oh my god hi episode 350 <laughs> it's like my first time how many eggs did I do? Wait, one. Thank God this carton was full so I can tell how many are uh, gone. One, two, three, four. Okay. One more egg. 
now I pre-measured the flour um it's sitting next to me so I have six cups of flour to add to this in this little bowl say a prayer um it's <laughs> gonna be interesting so eggs 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 so these are like done I'm gonna set them off to the side now I don't measure vanilla um I never have and also remember how I talked about baking powder puffing up the cookies I don't know why but like I have this uh superstition or like whatever that the reason why mine turn out so well is because I do two straight up tablespoon or teaspoons excuse me of baking soda like I make sure they're measured out perfectly and I do the baking soda where it's like a teaspoon and then a little like I do a little more baking did I say baking powder I think I said baking powder right yeah I do the two teaspoons of baking soda perfectly measured and then I do the baking powder one teaspoon with a little more to it almost like not a heaping teaspoon but like so I add a little more than a teaspoon um I feel like in baking that kind of thing makes all the difference and then I buy regular flour I don't buy like anything special for the flour um I just make sure to measure it really evenly and sometimes I use less flour than the recipe calls for because I like my dough to be more on the sticky side and less on the dry side. So, and I will teach you something when I add the flour in a sec because um, I think that's where people get it wrong. So up until this point, let me just tell you now, up until this point, I'm mixing the shit out of this batter, okay? Or this dough. I don't care that I'm over mixing. I don't care how much the butter melts with the sugar and the eggs, like it doesn't matter. So, but when you add the flour, you don't want to overmix it because it'll um, cause the gluten to gluten, whatever gluten does, it'll cause the gluten to do its thing. And when gluten does its thing, baking, uh, things you're baking get tough. They get rough and tough, okay? You want to fold the flour in and mix it just until the point it's combined, not more. You don't want to keep mixing it, mixing it like I'm doing now um, with the butter and everything. So, um, yeah, just something to keep in mind. Whenever you're baking and you're using flour with gluten, gluten-free, it's a different story. Whenever I make my gluten-free chocolate chip cookies, it, I just literally add everything in the bowl at once and I mix it up. Um, so, yeah, whenever you're baking with flour, make sure to not overmix because the gluten will form and it'll make your cookies tough. Okay. Woo. I don't have another drink and this is like running out. Did I even talk about what we did today? We went to the gym. It's literally Labor Day. It's the most beautiful day in San Diego this entire year. Like something about the way the sun rose and like how the weather is today and just like the lighting, like it's super pretty today and sunny. It's probably like 85. Um, it's literally Labor Day. Okay. I have the day off. It's Monday. And this is what I'm doing instead. Um, so yeah, again, this is like my favorite thing. Cooking or, or baking, cooking or baking, whatever, and podcasting. Um, my mom's like, or no, someone sent me a DM. I, I think I posted a steak, a steak cooking video and they're like, you need to have a YouTube channel, a cooking, a cooking YouTube channel. By the way, shout out to Claire Saffitz on YouTube, killing it, killing the fucking game. 
I love her I love her cooking videos this is a brand new vanilla pack I have to like use my teeth to open it I started watching her videos during the pandemic it's called like um she has like a sear it's like an she called it something she used to be with Bon Appetit and then when that shit hit the fan there with like their um CEO or something he did something racist or I don't remember it's like I think it happened during the pandemic because I was like watching all those Bon Appetit videos on YouTube with um Claire and the tall guy and the other tall guy and they had like a whole cast of characters on their YouTube channel and it was I was really into it they would do like they would try to make like the perfect Thanksgiving dinner all together and everyone would have a different responsibility or like the perfect pizza or they would Claire would always make um remake like famous foods like pizza pockets but like in a gourmet way or like Cheez-Its she would try to make those or like Oreos or anyways I was obsessed with the Boni Petit YouTube channel and then shit the fan with the CEO and they all kind of like went away or like some of them stayed and Claire left and did her own created her own cooking show on YouTube which is amazing she's still popping off she came out with a book it's called like what is her thing called I should just look it up um let me just look it up because it's gonna it's gonna bug me it's like what's for dessert no um Claire Saffitz um YouTube dessert person it's dessert person that's like her channel so she also makes like savory foods and anyways um where am I in the recipe? Okay, vanilla. <laughs> vanilla? We're doing vanilla? Um, was that racist? Am I going to get... <laughs> I'm just thinking of this really nice lady that makes Corey and I... We, we get the same coffee every day and she has an accent. Um, and the way she says vanilla is really cute. That's not me making fun of her. It's just like the way she says it. We always like... It's a re- it's memorable. Okay. Anyways. Vanilla. Uh, in the bowl. This is where I go wild and I don't care. Just like the chocolate chips. Vanilla to me is like more is more. Um, Especially because this is cheap and this probably has alcohol in it. Vanilla bean X. Yeah, this is not. Usually I try to get the alcohol free one. Like the pure vanilla, but yeah, it smells pretty artificial. But um, I think, what's my recipe? Is it two tablespoons? No, how many? It's uh, four teaspoons. Okay. For double doubling the recipe is four teaspoons. So I'm going to go uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Just a little bit more. A little. How much is left? Just a little more. I do like four dumps and then a little bit more. That's how you measure it. Um, and then I mix that in. Sometimes I add the vanilla and then the eggs. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I don't think it matters. <laughs> just what I do. Just copy everything I'm doing. Especially copy the fact that I'm doing this by hand. Um, <laughs> and don't use a mixer. Um, you'll feel way more accomplished at the end of it. Um, some people say like this, they turn out better when you mix them by hand. I feel like the mixer can really aerate the dough and or like the butter and the sugar and really whip it up well so 
it gets to that really light pale yellow color where when you do it by hand it I feel like it just never really gets to that point um okay now we have to add the flour and the salt and the baking powder and the baking soda so need to in incorporate those ingredients together first okay I have this pre-measured bowl of flour all-purpose flour six cups okay sounds like a lot um but it's, it's the amount you need okay this pre-mix or <laughs> measured bowl and then I have my two teaspoons of salt two teaspoons of baking soda and one teaspoon plus a little a little more of baking powder in here and a whisk so before you add the dry ingredients to the wet ingredients you want to combine them together you want to combine all of the dry ingredients together so what I do is I add all of the little uh mini ingredients the baking the little like what would you the leaveners is that what they're called the leaveners and the salt to the flour and I take a whisk and I combine them together you can like sift this you can do what I mean there's you could use a fork okay I just get in there with a whisk and mix it all up because it's going to distribute better into the um the wet dough when you mix this in so um just do that just a little I mean it's nothing crazy just go over it a few times and then now is the part where you don't want to overmix. So I have my wet dough and I have my dry ingredients. I do it in thirds. So I do the first dump, third of the dry. This is the part where if you're using a KitchenAid, you want to make sure you're doing it on a low speed because you're going to get a flower facial and it's gonna puff up everywhere. Um, now, just watch what I'm doing on the, go to YouTube or Spotify. This is gonna be a like a video, a better video experience today than an audio one, but um, you're just gonna wanna fold. Just gently fold until it's barely combined. By the third dump, you're gonna wanna fully combine it, but the first two dumps, you're gonna wanna, it'll still look a little white and powdery, if that makes sense. Um, I might not use all of it just based on what I'm seeing here. It's a little on the dry side already. So you're going to want to make it. So I'm going to show the camera. It's going to look like that. So I didn't s super combine it or mix it up or, um, God, I it's like I, I podcast and I, I feel like I choose the wrong words, the wrong combination of words. And after I say something, I'm like, I'm so fucking stupid. I didn't super combine the flour with the wet stuff. It's like, um, I purposely did cardio this morning, like a bat out of hell because, or like I went super hard because I was like, I want to have the mental clarity to bake something and talk at the same time because like, this is not, this is not very easy. Um, the fact I have this microphone like perfectly positioned is and like I'm able to do this is crazy like I thought this height would be all messed up and like I wouldn't be able to just stand here but it actually worked out really well okay folding the second third of flour and salt and baking powder and baking soda just gently folding 
Okay, so I'm supposed to divide this in half and give half of it to Corey and half of it to my sister, and I'm kind of feeling like I should have tripled the recipe. Um, we'll see. So, I still need to add the chocolate chips and all of that. We'll get there in a sec. Um, okay, now I'm adding the final flour. <sighs> I think I'm going to just full send it. You know what? I did this last time and they turned out okay when I used six cups. Um, it just looks very dry. It's like, I'm like, should I add a couple more tablespoons of butter or something? <laughs> I don't know like it looks like if you go to the camera this literally looks like a bowl of flour right now so mix 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 um isn't that that Meredith chicks phrase on TikTok doesn't she always say like or no she, says, she always goes blend 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 I don't really have a shtick I feel like I need a shtick that's one thing I haven't come up with in the last three years is like what's my thing you know what's my shtick um what's we all know this bitch doesn't have a niche okay <laughs> that's like the number one advice I'd give you right now if you're like hey I'm inspired by your podcast and the fact you've done this for three years and uh you know I want to start my own podcast my number one tip for you would be to niche the fuck down okay put yourself it be talk just talk about cookie dough just nerd out about cookie dough or something that specific like have like I was on the Stairmaster day and I'm like I could just do a podcast about climbing the Stairmaster and like the benefits of stair <laughs> the Stairmaster for your health and shit um because that's how you find I feel like that you can grow faster that way and you're easy more easily discoverable um because you know we all know I'm a big needle in the comedy podcast haystack uh, that's literally the category I put myself in and um that's literally everyone everyone's category like every podcast is a comedy podcast um I feel different though not to say that you know I'm special but like I'm just gonna add nah fuck it I'm just gonna add the rest of the vanilla I feel like I'm a good example of um what was I saying? You know how everyone has a podcast now? It's like, we don't need any more podcasts. It seems like, yeah, everyone you know is like, I want to start a podcast. I, or I have a, everyone's like, I have a podcast, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I identify as someone who's like a true, in the podcast community, I feel like a true, like, artist <laughs> or entertainer or like, I feel like, I feel different. I think people start podcasts are like, oh, I want to make money online or I could um, connect like their business. They could like promote their business through their podcast or it has some sort of connection to like money, making money and which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like I literally do this because I feel like I'm flying. I'm having so much fun. I love expressing myself. This is how this is my art. Like this is my creative outlet like I feel like I can't go a week without doing this or else I'll start to feel like crazy like I need to I need to express myself and podcast so um I truly love it and I feel like an like an artist like I get how people I mean thank god I have a full-time job <laughs> on this side <laughs> this is my main thing I what do I say I'm a podcast host but my uh uh 
my PR job keeps, keeps the lights on. Um, I get how people become starving artists cause they're like, they're just obsessed with their art. That's all they want to do. Um, but yeah, so I'm already over. <laughs> Remember how I said, don't over mix the flour. <laughs> how many minutes did I just stir this? Okay. Like I'm pretty sure these are going to turn into hockey pucks now because I think I am just trying to get all the flour to, uh, mix you know it kind of gets to a point where you can't I think by hand you can't really overdo it I'm just trying to get the bottom flour to incorporate with the top part there we go and then you like roll it over and then it's just still dry um god I'm so sweaty it's like I the AC's at 68 and I'm like uh, the oven's like right next to me and I'm breaking I'm am I sweat do I look shiny so yeah like podcasting is my true number one passion like I do this because it's like my favorite thing to do I don't know I feel like people just started podcast started podcast no sh like I I'm supportive of it all I think there's room for everyone I do believe in that I don't but um I just feel like that's something that's maybe unique to me is that the way I approach it is as if it's like, like I'm Taylor Swift writing a song not to compare myself at all to Taylor Swift, but like that kind of artist thing where you're like, I just need to like get my art out through words. And like, I need to write this song. It's like, for me, it's like, I need to tell my story through my podcast. Oh my God. We have a visitor. We have a visitor. Go to YouTube. Here he comes. Here he comes. Who is it? Jimmy. Hi, Jim. I left the bathroom door cracked so he could come say hi. Hi, Jim. You guys, I had Jimmy. Did I have him when I started this? I think he was, yeah, he was still a puppy. Um, maybe I should recap like what's changed in the last three years or what's improved or what I've learned or, um, okay. I'm going to add the chocolate chips now actually, cause this is pretty much done. So obviously a lot has changed in the last three years and improved. I'd say it's been nothing but improvement, which is wild. Like the graph just keeps going up as far as like personal development, personal uh, fulfillment in life, um, growth, career growth, everything just, is, it's, it has gone up. Okay. I've obviously had bad days and lows, but nothing, in, nothing compares to my life before podcasting and, um, I swear it's like, yeah, the whole power of self-talk thing and, um, working out all my BS through the microphone, um, for 300, 300 days in a row. So, you know, I started from rock bottom. I was bleach blonde. I was, I gained a bunch of weight at the time, which not that it matters, but it kind of matters. Cause I'm like extremely, <laughs> well, not, <laughs> it's so fucked up to admit. It's like, yeah, I went through all that eating disorder stuff and like body image stuff. And then like, I, it's like, I, I'm always going to care. I'm not just going to pretend like, oh, I'm like healed now and I don't care. It doesn't matter anymore. It's like, no, at that time I didn't want to be in public. I was so self-conscious of my body. I was literally like, I think have I ever said how much I weighed? Does it matter? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't want people to like compare themselves or whatever. So, um, that was how I started. And then I got Jimmy. So that was 2020. I got Jimmy in January, 2021. And then 
When did I meet my ex? I, I went through a year-long relationship before Corey. Corey. That was, oh yeah, that was 2021. So I, oh, that's what it was. I got Jimmy in January. Podcast in September 2020. January, I get Jimmy, my golden retriever puppy. Like May, I start dating this new guy. I started like, things were healing by then because I was doing it seven days a week um for like at that point like almost 300 days um met this guy in in may dated him for a year um and by that time i went back to brunette i like started i lost a bunch of weight i think i lost like like most of the weight at that point because i was walking jimmy every day i was going to the gym i was you know taking better care of myself and podcasting every day working on my mind because I do I always say like podcasting is like my mental gym um and yeah so that was kind of the first year or so or less I was less than a year and then the next year so 2021 2022 I meet Corey break up with um my ex meet Corey two weeks later um <laughs> the rest is history now we're engaged um and we're getting married and like yeah that has been like the crazy arc and then I also had a different I was working at a different company at first um fully remote and then now, now I'm in a new company um my podcast is weekly now it's not daily obviously um yeah and my health has improved my my everything has improved i i'm like living now i feel like here's the here's what i'm trying to say sorry it's hard to cut this chocolate and talk at the same time i feel like before podcasting i was just surviving and just like i didn't really have much of a life like all i really did was work out watch netflix watch youtube videos work repeat you know I think I dabbled in YouTube before and I was trying to like make YouTube vlogs can you even hear me am I talking the microphone sorry um adding the dark chocolate chunks now um but I didn't really have like much going I didn't have any friends I was just like living in my little apartment and everything was just kind of sad and like ho-hum where now I'm like doing shit okay like I'm going on trips I'm going out with friends I'm going um like on trip like what else am I like supposed to add here um I have activities and things and and remember how I used to joke I was like I want to be the socialite of San Diego I want to be like in the scene and I want to you know be that chick it's like I'm not there yet I'm not I mean that's like extreme like I'm not trying to be like going out three nights a week and shit but um I've definitely evolved that side of my life, which is the part of my life that was so empty for the longest time. And that's a part of the, my life, my social life, that bucket where whenever I'm social and I'm with people and I'm doing fun things and I'm traveling and I'm at parties and I'm, I'm, you know, at, at dinners, at concerts, all that stuff. It just, it makes me feel the most full. So I found that yeah that's like that was a missing piece and I think the podcast helped me gain the confidence to go meet people and put myself out there and um is this all cliche and boring and and redundant like you are you guys just like bitch make the cookies and like I feel like this is just like 
it's like kind of corny like I'm just like hey, podcasting changed my life and um I'm really grateful but um what a wild ride like honestly so mixing the chocolate chips I just want to eat the shit out of this right now this looks so good I'm just mixing them in um Corey requested extra chocolate chips I'm sure my sister wants that too let's see how many more I've got got like half of this bag left I'm just gonna add a bunch more um then I'm gonna have to wash my hands after this and I roll them by hand I don't use a scooper um I just like the creative control of forming my cookie balls especially because I want the chocolate chips to be like the perfect amount and I can't really like scoop them up and get that so um yay I think this is mixed well enough now do you want me to taste this yes or yes um okay cookie dough to the mouth let's do it by the way I have a dinner to go to tonight Corey's parents are taking me and Corey's friends out to dinner like a surprise birthday dinner so I have to have this done by the next in the next like hour um have I eaten today I had a protein smoothie after the, after the gym I'm real I'm fucking real does it need anything no wow 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 okay I'm gonna get my cookie sheets out I'm gonna wash my hands I'm gonna form these balls and show you how I make them and then or like the size I do and how I put them on the the pan and then I'm gonna bake them then come back and do a taste test so you can see how they turn out I just remembered that I brought my original podcasting notebook here today and oh my goodness I used to handwrite all my podcasting notes like every single day I would write the 24-hour update because I was doing it seven days a week so I do like a recap of my last 24 hours since I podcasted and then throughout the day I would write down all my observations and the things I wanted to talk about um it's really funny to read back on I might read a few of these when I'm waiting for them to to bake um but now I'm gonna form the balls and put them on the cookie sheet um while I'm doing this though I want to talk about some of the themes of my podcast I'm looking at my notes here in front of me now um so I do like little sorry I'm trying to show you the size I would say this is a what size of ball is this? A racquetball? No. Um, it's like a golf ball and a half size. And I do s singular balls. <laughs> singular balls. What am I saying? I put the balls on the on the cookie sheet. I put parchment paper down. Um, and sometimes what I do is I'll do the balls and I'll let them cook and I'll see how the first batch turns out. And then I'll de decide from there if I should push on them a little bit because sometimes they're too tall and the way they bake isn't, um, they don't bake like, they don't spread out how I want them to. So I'll push, push them down a little bit. 
Oh my God. I'm full. I'm fully forgetting the number one tip of making chocolate chip cookies. My number one tip, put this in the fridge overnight. Let the dough sit in the fridge overnight and let all the ingredients kind of meld together. And I feel like it just, they like the flavor develops or something while they sit in a way that it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like a nice the depth of the flavor is just better when you do that so um and you cook them so when I whenever I put them in the fridge I put them on the pan cold they still turn out really good but it's like if I do them like this but I don't know I also feel like the reason why mine are so good is because I know how to like bake them like the way you, you you have like I'll show you. I, I feel like the timing is everything. The temperature of the oven, the timing, you just have to know when to pull them out because they're going to continue cooking. And I feel like most people make the mistake of leaving them in the oven too long and then they're crunchy and they're like too brown. So, um, yeah, so don't do that. <laughs> um, all right. I'm putting two, four, six on the pan. Okay, just put them in the oven for 12 minutes. I'm going to check them around 10, maybe 9, a little before that. I'm always, like, checking them. I'm always paranoid that they're going to overcook. So I'm going to check them in, like, 8 to 10 minutes. Um, but, yeah, back to what I was talking about as far as – I have my notebook here, but I want to read some themes I wrote down, some th- reoccurring themes – of my podcast over the last three years. So number one, I wrote humor is a safe space. (laughs) I've totally leaned in to, um, my comedic side and I've fully embraced that side of me. And I feel like I've really, (sighs) what I've learned is that there's a line and the funny what's funny is on the other side is, is crossing that line. The humor is on the other side of that. And most people get up to the line, like most podcasters or not most, I feel like everyone's a comedian. Everyone's, (laughs) everyone's got a comedy podcast, but say the thing people are thinking, you know what I mean? Like say the thing that people are afraid to say. And I feel like that is, there's, it's a lot of fun. Um, that's where I feel like I'm the most creative is when I get into that like mode of just like, I, I get wound up. I'm like on one and I get, I get this like psycho energy where, um, some episodes I'll be like drinking way too much coffee and I'll just be popping off. I'll be ranting about something. And yeah, I've really learned that. <laughs> yeah. Like that's kind of my wheelhouse. Naturally. I'm just, I'm an entertainer that way. Like, um, and I remember I've told this story before, like Um, the first time I found out that I was funny or people around me always wanted to hear what I was going to say because it made them laugh was in high school because I wasn't really friends with the cool people, but they all liked me, if that makes sense. And I always felt like I was on the outside, like, like a little leech, like trying to get into their circle. But, um, I ended up making friends with like all the stoner kids in pottery class and I feel like I picked up their humor because they just like didn't give a fuck and they just said it like it was and it was just like said it like it is and they're just like 
free like that. And so it rubbed off on me. And then, yeah, during high school, like I would be in class and I remember this leadership class I was in, um, it's called like BSP. I don't I think it was called like, yeah, BSP. And then also one of my literature classes, like I would literally raise my hand and ask a question and the whole fucking class would die laughing. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be, I was not trying to be funny. I was just talking. No, I feel so fucked. Like I am so dry right now. I am so dried out, boring. You know, I do want to talk about how I think working in the corporate world has <laughs> made me um, like, ruined my personality no um I feel like or maybe it's me getting a little older and more polished around the edges but like the way I started my podcast like that energy that like psycho comedic energy I feel like it has gone away a little bit and I'm always like is this because I work a corporate job and it's like all serious all the time and then when I podcast I'm like try it like doesn't switch on like it used to I don't know I have, I have this whole theory about that but um yeah, like what I'm saying is that I'm so funny and I'm the funniest person I know and I'm the funniest person you know and that's why you're listening right now and oh my god. Like this is not the type of podcast <laughs> that I usually put out. This feels very like reflective, serious. I'm baking cookies. It's very formal. I'm wearing a pink apron. Um no, what I'm saying is that I won people over. I learned that yeah, I can win people over through comedy, through making them laugh. And so I would lean into that because all the people I was around that I, or I wanted to be friends with all these people that I was making laugh. And I was like that funny girl in class, you know what I mean? So that's when it started. And then, um, I noticed through like my Snapchat stories in college and the, and my Instagram stories over time, like not so much now, but I used to be like, I would like, be in public taking pictures of people and shit I'd see and I'd put little captions and comments and I used to do like um I had all these tweets I would write like um it's like a stupid tweet I remember I don't know I had all these like I, I, I explored my humor on Twitter and shit so this is an extension of that I guess my podcast like I it's like or a continuation where it's a way for me to explore my personality and especially the comedic side and back to the theme the regular theme of my podcast or one of the major themes is humor is a safe space. I think every time I listen to a comedy podcast, I was just listening to, um, fucking Tim Dillon and, um, Giannis Papas, the, the latest episode of that. And then day before I was listening to Burr and Tom and it's just like, nothing is better than laughter and like laughing. And if I can contribute, <laughs> some humor to society and make people laugh through my podcast and someone out there who thinks I'm funny I don't care if it's one fucking person then yay you know um I'm trying to keep it light and entertaining most most of the time so um yeah <sighs> just like I'm so in my head right now I'm like I'm just so dry you know what I mean um like I'm not on my period I'm like it's a beautiful sunny day it's my podcasting anniversary I'm I worked out I mean I'm making cookies like <laughs> where's the pizzazz bitch where's the pizzazz like I do I need like I feel like I need a drink right now I need I need something on board like I'm boring I'm fucking boring right now so humor is a safe space um confidence is a choice another theme 
I learned that even if I didn't believe it, saying positive things about myself out loud, like I'm going to the, I used to say the most dumb shit. I was like, I'm going to the chop charts, podcasting. I'm going to blow it. All these bitches doing it once a week. Cause I do it seven days a week. I was like, just really like cocky and arrogant. Um, in a sarcastic, like a funny, it wasn't like a serious way. It was like obviously being sarcastic, but I learned that like over time, the more I said positive things about myself, um, the more I started to believe it, that whole like power of self-talk thing. And I think being confident is a choice. And that's something I struggled with before podcasting for so long, obviously. So now I just wake up every day, every day. And, um, I think it's also a combination of, I don't have the shit talking thing in my head anymore where I'm like, how many times have I literally shit talk myself on this podcast? Like I'm, I'm constantly cutting myself off. Like, bitch, you're so boring. Spice it up. Like, <laughs> it's cause I'm also a harsh critic of me as a podcast as my, I'm, I'm not saying these, these things because I hate myself. I'm saying them because I have high expectations of my podcast and how I'm entertaining you. And I want this to be fun and, and a good time. So I don't want to be boring. And that's why I'm calling myself out throughout the episode. Okay. Why does it sound like I'm out of breath? <laughs> um, is this a four hour podcast? Wait, are the cookies burning? We have three minutes and 26 seconds left. So I need to check them like now one sec. Okay. They're definitely going to need those three more minutes. They're very soft and doughy. So, um, yeah, I'm, the whole confidence is, is a choice thing. Yeah. I wake up every day and I choose confidence. Okay. I choose happiness. It's, it's not, it's being, it's like, I, I just, or I don't even think about it anymore. Um, it just is because I think the, my lack of confidence came from my constant negative self-talk because if that little voice is going on in your head all day, cause mine literally was from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed, it was negative thoughts about myself, negative, negative, negative. So that creates low confidence, low self-esteem, poor, poor self or bad self image or self perception. So, um, because I've eliminated all of those negative thought patterns, it's easy for me to be confident. I don't think I'm lacking and I suck. And I, I think it used to be like, I thought I, I hated who I was, which is like dark and very like, that's like pretty severe. We're like, not like, oh, I hate that I suck at um, following through with my goals. It was like, no, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a worthless human being because I never achieve what I wanted. Like it was that bad. So because I don't have those negative thought patterns, um, it's easy for me to be confident. I just feel like you have one life, like be, I always promote this too. Another major theme is like, be your biggest fan, be your biggest cheerleader, be your best friend, like hype yourself up, look yourself in the mirror every day, tell yourself you're the shit because you are. And like, there's no one else but you. And once you embrace that and, and realize that it's freeing. And then you don't have all the worry about how people think of you or like, Cause you're just, you're, you're just, a, you're rooting for yourself every day. So that's a, that's an extremely, um, important theme of my podcast is, um, yeah. Being your own best friend, like choosing confidence every day, choosing happiness. Um, 
again why do i feel like this is so cliche and stupid but like i really want to i'm reflecting because it's been a hell of of a journey over the last three years and um yeah so i gotta i gotta pull these out we have 23 seconds left okay there they are the cookies are a little underdone you're gonna look at them and think they're too doughy and they're they need more time but trust me when they slightly turn golden brown in the edges like think of a like toasting a marshmallow you know how or roasting (laughs) toasting a marshmallow you know when it gets that first little flicker of brown to it like that little tiny bit of toastiness same thing with the cookies that's when you want to pull them out so these are going to sit they're going to continue to cook through and um yeah just don't mess with them don't take them off the pan sometimes I don't even put them on a rack I was going to say sometimes I put them on a cookie sheet like a or a cookie rack but um I'm just going to let them sit and do their thing and um as that as they do that I'm literally going to leave them here and keep talking about my podcast. So, and go back, I'm going to go back to the themes, talk about humor is a safe space. Confidence is a choice. And another thing, the fact I was decisive for once, (laughs) the fact I decided to be a podcast host, um, that was one of the most impactful things I shifted. Um, what am I saying? One of the, I think there's so much power in being decisive and so much freedom in being decisive and life is so much easier when you're decisive. And what am I trying to say? Up until that point, I always had these big ideas about like what I wanted to do and I dabble, right? I was in my 20s. I'm still in my 20s. Holy shit. Got a less than a year left, okay? Fuck. Um, I would dabble, okay? I was like, what are the things I used to try? I was vegan for three years. I was a big yogi chick. I... um was obsessed with like food combined they they all had to do with like diet and fitness holy shit obsessed with like the food combining thing or like um crossfit or like I was a runner I was what else did I dabble in tried YouTube vlogging um I was trying to do like fashiony stuff on Instagram um in I dabbled with like the cliche influencer shit um whatever what am I trying to say I never picked any one of those things and like ran with it and stuck with it and I'm glad obviously I didn't stick to veganism thank god but what am I I feel like I didn't nothing what I nothing stuck nothing stuck and for good reason because none of those things okay all of those things were me seeking out an external path or hobby or what endeavor to fix myself or to be a better version of myself which is you would think that's like a positive thing um this this is how I want to phrase it yeah where podcasting felt like writing with my right hand and not my left hand it was just like so easy and seamless and it felt so right and I decided the whole thing point of me saying this is I I decide it was like day one I'm like I recorded the first episode that really depressing clip I played earlier and I was like I'm gonna do this 
it's funny how in that clip I'm like I'm not a podcaster you're gonna have to listen to this on SoundCloud like how (laughs) how funny is that now look at me um but it I felt empowered because I made that choice and I think it feels good oh my god Jacqueline get the words out it feels good to make a decision decide pick something and I think for if you're someone who struggles with their self image or identity if you have identity issues and you don't really know who you are and what you do you're just like twirling around like a top and you're just like going from one thing to the next thing and you don't really have a good pillar of like who you are pick something and I just happen to pick something that I'm obsessed with and that I'm extremely passionate about and that's ideal like if you can pick something you're you have a ton of passion for and you're not Um, just doing it because you think you should do it or whatever like and then you're gonna build confidence because I know Ed Milet said this and he's or was Andy Frisella Andy or Ed Milet they're like my literally I was listening to them when I was like 18 walking around my college campus like nerding out to the self-improvement shit um I think Ed Milet said you build confidence by keeping promises to yourself so when I set out and said I'm gonna podcast seven days a week and I did that every single day. I would see a new episode come up on my, on my Spotify or my Apple. I kept seeing it come through, and I was like, "Okay, this is I, this feels good. I'm committed. I've committed to this. I've decided that I want to be a podcast host, and I'm doing it." And then over time, when I saw this episode stacking up, something about seeing that over time made me feel really confident and really proud of myself for once. So that's my whole point. Like this decision being decisive is another main theme and something I believe in um there's so much power in that it's it's like that book and I had read it before I started podcasting um it's called the one thing pretty sure it's called the one thing and it kind of breaks down how like a lot of the greats out there in the world are obsessed with their like one thing and they don't waver from it and that's how they become great it's because they're focused on one thing they're not split between 10 things and it's funny because recently you guys have probably heard me bitch and complain about how I'm planning a wedding I'm a full-time I have a full-time corporate job I'm a podcast host full-time content creator editor producer writer like I got it I'm a dog mom I'm, t- I'm a housewife like I constantly bitch and complain about how like I'm stretched so thin, but there's a lot of truth in that. And I, I am, I am the type of person now I make it work. Okay. I'm a hard worker. I make it work. Um, I'm very privileged and I, I know that, and I have a very sweet life. I'm just saying that there are, I feel like some people can benefit from just picking a couple things and that's all they do. And that's all they focus on. And that's what they stick with. So, um, obviously the dream for me is the podcasting and the housewife shit. And, um, this is my full-time income, but that takes time. That takes a lot of work obviously. And I'm in it for the long run. I'm not going anywhere. You'll see me in another three years. That's not even a question to me, but, um, yeah, I think if you're kind of like stressed out, it's like, it's probably cause you're doing too much and just pick one thing and just stick with it. So that's another theme. Um, these are looking beautiful. They're probably, probably have a few more minutes until I'll taste one. Um, 100% personal accountability is another theme. I've witnessed so many people in my life 
let's just say family. <laughs> I've witnessed family members. Let me just get more sp specific. Um, repeat the same behavior year after year after year after year after year. They repeat the same behavior. They come across the same problems and nothing changes. And they go their entire life where that area is just like in the shitter at all times. And so the theme I wrote down is 100% personal accountability because, um, which kind of ties into self-awareness because, which is another main theme or core value, um, because I realized through observing that, that that's no way to live. <laughs> that seems like it's a living hell. And it's so, it feels so good to just own up to your bullshit because I always say this, like, you know, when you're doing something, you know, when you've hurt someone's feelings, you know, when you made a mistake, you know, when you treated someone poorly, you, everyone has a conscience, like, you know that. And so, and being stubborn and I just lick my lips so creepily. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but being stubborn and pointing the finger and not taking accountability and blaming and all that, it's like so toxic and that builds up over time to the point where like you ruin relationships with family members, you ruin friends, whatever, romantic partners, like it's just an unhealthy way to live. So I have learned and it has helped especially my relationship with Corey, like he's the same way. It's like something we like both super agree on and something we practice all the time. Like we immediately own up to our shit. The second it happened, like not the second, I mean, that's extreme, but like literally within the hour or as it's happening, you admit fault, you say you're sorry and you apologize and you try to work it out. You don't let it fester and, and, have this like resentment thing build up and, and go into your separate corners. And like, that's where like the anger and the toxicity grows. And it's just like, once you realize, and I think for me, it was like a realization that it feels good. It feels good to be decisive. Okay. <laughs> it feels good to express myself and entertain you with humor on my podcast. Cause that was the other theme. And it feels good to own up to your mistakes and take a hundred percent accountability for your actions at all times like it just like I don't I feel like you live if you don't do that you live a life of there's just like always something on your shoulder like or like a it's like a heavy weight just like always with you because every time you run into those people you have bad relationships with where you've been mean to them or you've hurt them and so it's like and you never it's never addressed you never apologize it's just like that's 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 you're carrying that with you everywhere you go. So 100% personal accountability is another core value or main theme um, of my show. Should I taste one? I'm kind of getting bored of this like self-improvement talk shit. Honestly, like again, I'm reflecting, but like, is this what, this is what we, we came here for the cookies. We did not come here. <laughs> like, I don't know. Again, I'm just like doing something new today in my kitchen, but wow okay let me like really get into this um they're still kind of oh uh, yeah it's kind of mushy a little bit because they're still hot which is like the best time to eat them i don't really show you the bottom <laughs> this is this is not this is not the presentation i wanted 
Wait, let me maybe lift this one up. I'm just trying to show you how the bottoms look. They're too, they're too hot. Um, I don't know if you can see on there. They're like perfectly golden brown. But yeah, they literally have to sit for like 10 to 15 minutes. So they can set. Wow. Okay. So. Okay. Enough of the fun stuff. Um. Another theme. <laughs> Do what works for you. Focus on big, big picture, not details. You are the creative of your reality. Um, health is wealth. Um, you guys, should I end the episode? Like, I don't know why I went this route. Fuck. Um, my core values are authenticity, integrity, self-awareness, decisiveness, decisiveness, common sense, and joy. Um, Corey wants to talk. Let me get him on the horn. Tell him he's on the podcast. He always calls in. Hello? Okay, I just pull out the first batch and you're on the podcast right now. Oh, hi. <laughs> Is everything okay? Yeah, I was just, I, had, I found a really cool house. In oh, well, uh, don't tell him where it's at. Huh? I'm, I'll have to bleep that. Well, that's fine. Well, it's whatever. Um, that I wanted to go with you and look at today. But what time? I mean, like, right now. I don't know when you'll be done. I'll wrap up. I mean, I, I have to bake all the cookies, but I could probably just, like, put it in the fridge okay like you'd pick me up and uh yeah or we can just meet there but yeah that's fine i can pick you up is it like we gotta go now um i'll be there in like 30 minutes but it's it's um you know i could be there in 30 minutes do you want to facetime me while you're there i mean you'd like to see it just see i know it. but i'm like i gotta do i gotta finish this episode and like okay. I, I feel i feel like i'm I want to see, can we see it tomorrow or? Um, I'm busy tomorrow. I know, me too. Fuck. So, uh, just finish when you, just finish, we can go and, you know, maybe like in an hour or something. Are you going to pick me up or are we going to drive separate? Yeah, I'll, I'll pick you up. Okay, I'll finish and that's perfect. We, okay, sounds good. Bye. All right, love you. Bye. Love you Bye. Oh God, the drama of our lives. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, just buying a house. Um. So yeah, I feel like I just, you know, have all these wholesome um, things to talk about here on my podcast. Um, do what works for you. Yeah, that's another main thing. Let me just go back to that. Wow, this cookie's really good. Like... Here I am giving advice, unsolicited advice, but the internet is full of so much information and so many tips and tricks on how to be a person and how to live a healthy, happy life. And I swear like this whole generation of people are like up and coming. It's like all about being happy. People are obsessed with like chasing happiness and like, you know, being happy and, um, like we're always seeking like the, the the little hack or the tip to like feel good and like have optimal health and you know are obsessed with like morning routines and cold plunging all this shit now so 
which is they're good things it the, people mean well and they're they are promoting health which is obviously a good thing but um with that being said I always say do what works for you because I have literally dabbled in it all I've tried it all I've heard all about <laughs> I've heard like every wellness tip I've heard of every mindset tip every um biohacking morning routine tip uh product productivity tip um time blocking time stacking journaling meditation like just you name it I've like literally heard it all so something that I've learned is that it's good to dabble in it don't get me wrong like it's good to try things out and to get inspired and excited about a new wellness trend or new habit you want to create but um if it doesn't work for you like if you're like what the fuck every time I cold plunge I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack and I feel miserable after but like everyone's talking about all these endorphins they get from it and I literally feel like shit I think I need to go like don't cold plunge like you don't have to do it so and that goes with everything um like um yeah just try things out and do what works for you and it's kind of like fun to have your own personalized shit that no one else does. I don't know. I feel like everyone's just copying each other. And um, I used to make the joke that my morning routine is I get up, I drink coffee and I get to work. I don't sit and meditate. I don't sit and journal. I don't sit and drink the lemon water. I don't fucking look at the sun and I don't get my toes, you know, deep into the dirt and do the fucking grounding shit. Like I just like simplify. And so... Yeah, I don't know how I got here. Oh, do what works for you. Tune in to your own intuition and follow that. Like, and and stop seeking answers out from the internet for every problem in your life. Like, that's a that's my other big advice or tip. Speaking of, <laughs> like, I'm so I'm like such a I don't know. Is this like hypocritical or is this like what do you call this? Um, do I need to end it? I feel like I'm hitting a wall. Um, it's because of the accessibility of information now. It's it's like a knee-jerk reaction. It's like, it's a, it's, the, I feel like the easy route is to go straight to the internet to find the answer to your problems. But no one's teaching anyone how to tune in like you, I feel like you all, everybody, I feel like everyone knows the answer. If you really got square with yourself and looked yourself in the mirror, and if you've got a problem in your life and you're like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me, I need to figure this out, da, 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 da. It's like, go inward. Think about, like, tune into your mind and, and your wisdom of being, a, and, and think back to all of the experiences you've had where you've overcome something or revert back to what used to work and, and try that again, like, Go inward instead of seeking information and answers from the internet all the time. Because I think it disconnects you from yourself and it makes you, um, I feel like you lose that trust in yourself. And I'm saying this because it's happened to me. Um, and I still have to be like hyper aware of this because I swear like everyone on the internet is talking about a tip and a trick and a hack and a all day long like it's everyone's just selling that on their podcasts right now and um 
it's just easy to get suckered in where you're like yeah going to the internet for all your problems and and trying to get all the answers there but it's like you have it inside of you you really do um and so what I've learned over time is that it feels good I always go back to what feels good I'm all about like how does it feel right like it like I said it feels good to be decisive it feels good to um what was the other one I said? Humor is a safe space, decisiveness. Um, be, oh, it feels good to be accountable for your actions and to like own up to your mistakes and release that instead of harboring all that negativity and, and being stubborn. Um, it also feels good to like go within and to like do things for yourself based on your own intuition and not because of what someone else told you to do and it's hard in this day and age it's like everything you know is from like something you learned from a fucking tiktok you saw or like a instagram post or like that i swear like everything comes from the internet now like all of your knowledge and it's fine um but just yeah pick and choose do what works for you tune into your intuition um he just sent me the house. We have an I've to be the, be the, be at this house tour in an hour. Fuck. Okay. Um, and oh my god, another major theme. Something that I'm extremely big on is focusing, zooming out, and focusing on the big picture. It like this was a cooking show. This was a hi welcome to the anniversary podcast I've done this for three years I'm gonna bake cookies and share with you my secret recipe and now we're literally literally in the uh mindset trenches or like the holistic mindset trenches and tips and oh my god this is what I do this is what I do I could literally talk for four hours about this stuff um oh my god my hair so another bite of this cookie (laughs) Um, God damn. Should I just turn this into a mukbang? A mukbang? A mukbang? Okay. Focus on the big picture, not the details. Let me get back to this. What I've observed and noticed in my life when, I, when I'm around other people is that there's like two types of people. People that obsess over small problems, small little details, every little aspect of their day and their to-do list and their schedule and where they need to go, where they need to be, how they need to act, how they need to dress, what they need. It's like every little detail is like they're, they put a lot of value and weight to it. And therefore they're high anxiety, high strung. They're very, these are like your super type A, like go, go, go types of people that seem like worriers about literally everything it's like like I'm trying to think of something I did today where they'd fucking freak out like I don't even know but there's those types of people and then there's like the then there's a good there's there's not the good people there and there's the then there's the me's of the world where we are and you're probably like this too if you're listening you're probably more chilled out or I hope you are because what the fuck why are you worried about shit that doesn't matter like all the little details all the time it's good to be detail oriented but not to the point where you're like you put so much value and weight to it and you're stressed out all the time I have learned that and the way I have evolved to be is a person who 
zooms out and looks at the big picture and has perspective. Now, I don't know if this is a trauma response. I don't know if it being chill, like a super chilled out, um, calm person is a trauma. Like, I feel like I've evolved to be this way because yes, I've experienced a lot of hard times and trauma and abuse and all this stuff in my childhood. And, you know, I've had a lot of hard times, even in my twenties, whatever. And so now I have this perspective where like, um, I'm not dead. <laughs> like, what am I trying to say? Like the big picture is like, okay, yeah, this sucks right now. Yeah. This little detail, I, you know, that went awry, that went wrong. Yeah. It sucks, but I'm not going to freak out over it because based on history, based on the history of my life and what I've learned, I will overcome this and I will not be dead. Like as long as I'm not, that's the whole thing. Like you, it's the whole like Marie Forleo, is that her name? Also used to nerd out to her podcast or her stuff. Everything is figure outable. I think was her like phrase or her mantra. Like everything has a solution. You've proven proven this to yourself time after time after time. Like every problem you've ever encountered, it sucks, but you will get to the other side. Even the small things, missing the appointment, forgetting your keys, locking your keys in your car, like getting locked out. I'm just thinking of all the situations like get locked out of, out of the house. Um, your shoes are, um, you're wearing two different pairs of shoes or your shirt's on backwards or your, um, you shit your pants in public. Like everything has a solution. You always get to the other side and literally you always get to the other side. To me, it's like, as long as you're not dead, you solved like, how does this work in my mind? (laughs) I know this is extreme, but this is the kind of perspective I, I have. It's like extreme gratitude that I'm alive and that I have a roof over my head and hot showers, good food, love, like healthy relationships, cute dogs, like fucking, um, cookies to bake, like a ring on my, you know, I'm got this fucking rock. Like I have so, I'm so fucking blessed. So like, it's like zoom out. I have extreme gratitude because I know how blessed I am. I know how good I have it in this life and realize that like, unless I'm in, unless my safety, my physical safety is in extreme fucking danger. And I've got bombs getting dropped on my place and like people shooting at me. I'm fine. I will figure this out and I'll get through it. And that's why I have learned. And I always fucking talk about this at the successful people. My mom taught me this successful people recover quickly and they go from she always said that successful people recover quickly it's like my mom's like wise advice but they go from the problem to the solution in a shortest short of time possible so like when you get a flat tire and you're on the side of the highway people successful people people that like get shit done in the world and they're happy and they're having a good life they have that flat tire happen (laughs) they get the flat what the fuck they ran they run over the nail the side of the highway and they go oh fuck for like two seconds and then they're like calling AAA. they're calling whatever they're a tow truck I don't know they go to the solution okay this sucks my tire's flat um I'm kind of stranded right now so I need to like get my car towed or get this tire changed or they'll just like go change their put the spare tire on immediately just go into that action um versus people that holy fucking shit, fuck this shit. They like spiral out of control. They freak out. They have a temper tantrum over what just happened. And I feel like that's normal. That's human. So 
I'm basically promoting be a robot and don't have emotions in tough situations. And, and maybe that's a very like masculine um, military kind of mindset to have. But I think it's just like a better way to handle stuff when you just like get to the solution as fast as possible because it, you again, it feels better. It feels better than wallowing in it, fighting it, screaming about it, swearing about it, kicking like it just like. <sighs> That's why I don't understand when people have road rage. I'm like, that is so out of your fucking control. That other person. Like I would, I never waste my breath on other drivers. Very rarely do I ever make a comment about someone driving next to me or like in front of, like I can't control their job. Like I can't do anything about it. So why would I even waste my energy freaking out on them? So yeah, I focus on the big picture. That's my main theme. I go from the problem to the solution in the shortest time possible. Um, and it's just a better, it's just a good way to live. Okay. <laughs> so, um, that is all. Goodbye. Thanks for, no, I'm kidding. Um, did I miss anything? Oh, I also wrote, I'm not for everybody. I learned that. Yeah, that's a big hurdle I crossed. The whole people pleasing thing. Um, like, who is she? Like, I literally, I learned very quickly with this podcast that um, I'm not for everybody. I, I think I'm the type of person, um, I think this goes for every content creator out there. Like, you're either rocking with them or you're not. Some people just annoy you for whatever reason, and that's okay. I probably annoy people. I probably piss them off. It probably, what I, it is what it is. Like, that's inevitable. Like, you're, putting yourself out there publicly on the internet you're speaking your mind you're being authentically you and not everyone's gonna like that and that's okay and so that's a huge like hurdle I cross for myself is like embracing that and embracing that I'm not for everybody and that's okay so um I think I will wrap it here Okay, the cookies are like levitating off this now. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, big reveal. Yay. Okay. So like these are perfect. Uh holy shit. Holy fucking shit. Okay. So yeah, they sat for like what, 10 to 15 minutes there. Which one has the best bottom on it? Sounds sexual, but um do this one. I'll break this one. Okay, so here is the can you see on the camera? The golden brown bottom the gooey center ooh yay perfect perfect cookies um they're very chocolatey like i know cory wants extra chocolate chips but sometimes it's like too much oh my god nothing better nothing fucking better so I think that's it. Thank you so much for following my podcast and supporting me over the last three years. I love getting your DMs. I love when you, you know, tell me about something you related to on the podcast episode or just random stuff you send me. Um, I really appreciate the messages, the reviews, um, your just time, like just the (laughs) thanks for, um, hanging out with me over the last three years. Like it's crazy. Like 350 episodes I don't know how many let's just call it 350 hours of me talking like how many days is that 
it's a a long time so yeah thanks for the support um and following my journey and you know having some fun with me along the way so wow those are rich as fuck i can do like maybe two that's like what one and a half Woo. I'm just gonna say this now. If you want, if you want to start a podcast, this is your sign. This is your sign. This is your sign. Okay. I, if I can do it, you can do it. Um. Just post something. Just put it out there. It's so freeing. Like I, I think that's the word. Like people, people seek financial freedom in this life. People, you know, that's a big thing. Like people want to be financially free. Like I think mental freedom is the number one advantage in society right now over financial freedom because I think if you have financial freedom but you're not mentally free what's the fucking point of having all that money so mental freedom I it's I podcasted now for three years I've put out 350 solo episodes all by myself and I went from being any living fucking hell of a mental prison to a mental paradise, a mental freedom where I, I I can only go up from here. You know, life can, it's like, and I say this all the time to Corey, you know, we just got engaged and I'm just like, it's a mind fuck. Like I'm, I just, I literally was like, how does it, how does it get any better than this? Like how I'm like, is this, and people chase happiness people chase all this stuff. it's like I have never been so full and happy and like loved in 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 my whole life and I'm like I it's it's a trip I'm like I I've it's because I think it's such a trip because I went for so many years in the dark depths of my mind and and I was in hell like a mental yeah mental prison so it's like what the but I attribute it back to what I was saying. Like, I honestly think the podcasting, um, healed me, helped heal me. I had to do the work. Obviously it wasn't all just from blabbing on my microphone, but, um, yeah, I'm really proud of myself. I I really can't just say enough positive things about myself now. And, and it's, Yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope this was a source of inspiration, a source of comfort and joy and companionship for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed my chocolate chip cookie recipe. If you've, let me know if you try it. Um, it's nothing groundbreaking. Honestly, I think it's just the ratio of the baking soda and the baking powder. Um, yeah, let me know if you tried it um post a picture send it to me or or whatever you want to do um that'd be cool and here's to another three more years of podcasting three more years of podcasting who the fuck knows where i'll be in three years i'll probably be knocked up burping a baby on here while i'm podcasting y'all be like changing diapers um i'll be in we'll probably be moved into this new house we're gonna go look at no so crazy like buying a house life is life is like actually crazy how it unfolds and 
I'll leave you with this. You are the creator of re- you. <laughs> Holy shit. You are the creator of your reality. Okay. Everything starts and ends in the mind. So if you can imagine it, you can achieve it. When I say, and I'm just going to fucking toot my own horn right now. I don't care. And I've always said this about myself, but it's become more and more true in the last couple of years. Like everything I've ever dreamed of, I have, and I have it when I wanted it, if that makes sense, which is a little trippy because I think for some people they have these dreams and aspirations for their life, but it doesn't unfold in the time they want it to, or it's out of order. And it's crazy how like I had this vision for my life and and what I wanted. And it's literally been like to a T. Okay. I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to cut myself off. Happy baking. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to the show and leave me a review while you're there. One of the best things you can do for a podcast host and for me specifically is leave a five-star review on the show after you listen to it helps us out probably the most out of anything um so review the show subscribe hit me up on instagram at jacqueline monroe tiktok at jacqueline monroe and if you want to get access to my bonus content please head over to patreon.com slash tjms it's where you can watch extra vlogs extra podcasts it's five dollars a month go check it out patreon.com slash tjms right that's it thank you so much for being here and i'll talk to you next week bye Finally time to see how this rivalry becomes a dynasty